Hello everyone, welcome to The Orbit, and to start, my sister gave me this hat. It is a souvenir from Dublin, Ireland, and she got it for me for my birthday. Today we're going to talk about the future of work. It is more or less here, because we're all staying home, we can't really go outside, about 19.5 million of us are out of a job, according to the New York Times this morning, and a lot of us, including myself, are we're probably looking for more flexible work options, probably remote based on the internet or maybe even working for ourselves. And so today I'm gonna talk about how to build an audience from scratch. A couple disclaimers before we get started. You don't need a lot of followers. My goal is to help you reach a thousand true fans and a thousand true fans comes from a Kevin Kelly article that states, if you have a thousand people who are motivated about your product or service or content, and they're willing to spend like up to $100 over the course of a year for whatever you have to offer, you have a sustainable business. So we're gonna shoot for that. Keeping that in mind, quality of your audience, better than quantity. If you don't need that many, you should focus on reaching the people who are most likely to be interested and listen to what you have to say. Lastly, know that building an audience takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. And we'll touch on that a little bit later. Now that we've got that out of the way, here is how not to grow your following. Let's say you open up an online shop and then you start posting a bunch to social media. And then after like two weeks or a month, you get kind of discouraged because there's not a lot of engagement on your posts. It doesn't seem like you're getting any new customers. You're making all of this content and there's are no returns. After a month of posting content, you kind of give up and scrap the whole thing. When I interviewed Jordan Clark about like starting her YouTube channel, I asked if she had any advice for creators who wanted to do the same thing. And she said she saw so many creative folks who gave up too early. Like they'll stop their YouTube channel before it even has a chance to like garner an audience. So knowing that it takes time, we want to build a process or system that works more than just a month, but is sustainable enough to continue going for a year. And then we'll start to measure the success of how your online audience building is going. So knowing how not to do it, which is to start off big and then fizzle out, we want to establish a baseline consistency. And consistency is the best way to build an audience. So we're going to put together a process to make consistently good content. Consistency is good because it means your audience knows where to find you. Let's say you post once every two weeks or your podcast drops on Tuesdays. You could introduce new product to your shop once a month. Being on some sort of consistent schedule sets an expectation for your customer and motivates them to come back and check out what you're up to. You don't have to be super regimented on when you're posting stuff. You just have to be posting with some kind of regularity, whether it's once every quarter or once every two weeks. Just get in some sort of sustainable rhythm and then you'll manage to find that consistency. Consistency means your audience knows what to expect from your content. Whether your video or podcast or Instagram is formal, informal, funny, serious, establishing a consistent tone 
also familiarizes your audience with you and what you have to offer. And if they like what they see, they're gonna come back for more of the same. Consistency also makes you credible. Being consistent shows your customer or audience that you are reliable, alive, and serious. An empty portfolio or one that hasn't been updated since 2014 isn't going to be as credible as someone who is putting out content that is continuously up to date. You've probably seen Instagram pages that have 10 posts on them uh, or Twitter accounts that haven't been logged into for a very long time. The ones that we're gonna follow are ones that are actively maintained. So you want to establish that credibility that yes, I am here and I am using my accounts. Back to Jordan Clark. Jordan started out making YouTube videos and she tried to do it with some regularity because she found that YouTube's algorithm favored consistent creators. So she was making videos once every two weeks and eventually was on like YouTube recommended and she saw a huge uptick in traffic. So if you need like any evidence that this is what you should do, operate from there. In terms of consistent tone and structure, I love the Bon Appetit test kitchen. I know that there's been some shakeups recently, but I often look at the Bon Appetit test kitchen as a reference point for how to create good online content. And one of the reasons is that in Gourmet Makes, the show doesn't really have a hard and fast script, but it does have a hard and fast structure. Every time I watch Gourmet Makes, I know that there is going to be a read of the ingredients portion. There's gonna be how they make the thing, and then at the end, they'll do a recap. And that familiar structure makes me feel comfortable whenever I go back, because I know what to expect. Seth Godin, I love Seth Godin. He publishes a podcast once a week, and it's always roughly around 20 minutes. I know the format, and I can rely on it. We have some exam examples of what consistency looks like. Now we have to think about how do we achieve it. To be consistent, you have to perfect the process. Let's think a little bit about fast food. Fast food is reliable because the process is perfected. They like hire experts to make sure that the process across all fast food chains is the same, it is efficient and reliable. And that is part of the reason why fast food is successful. You know what you're going to get. What we're gonna do with your online business is make the process sustainable efficient and not something that's going to be hard to maintain after a month. So first, we need to understand that a failure in consistency is a failure in process. Let's say you're making YouTube videos and then you realize that you're spending maybe an hour filming and then 10 hours editing. This makes it super hard to publish every week because the editing is such an energy and a time suck. One way to refine this process would be write a script. If you write a script, you take out a lot of the ambiguity in editing. And this is just one solution. What I personally do is I make an outline and I also know the exact format of what my YouTube content is going to be. And also I intentionally like design it so that there's very little editing involved just because it takes so much time. Because I asked myself, am I going to make a video every two weeks? If it takes me super long to edit it, probably not. So if your process isn't working, find out ways to eliminate steps that are exhausting. 
Doing a small thing consistently is a huge win. My mom wants to run an online class and she has a lot of ideas. Uh, one is to you know, have a live stream, maybe have a podcast, a YouTube channel, and maybe even have a little forum to discuss uh, questions. These are many different parts and it would be overwhelming to try to tackle all of them. So what I recommended is start with one small thing and do it consistently. Which one is the easiest? Try doing a podcast once a week. If you can do that consistently, that is a huge win. And use that momentum and the confidence gained from doing one thing consistently to say, okay, I can sustain this. How can I bring this to other areas of my business? Next, remember that you are one person. I find that online creators believe they have to compete with industrial size competitors. And it's because when you are a online creator, you have access to the entire world. And so you are, in fact, a worldwide brand. But it doesn't change the fact that you are a single person, not a huge team of 10 or 100 people. So when you set your goals, don't try to have a social media presence that matches the breadth and involvement of a major brand because you are one person. Once you accept this reality that you are a person that gets tired and has limits, you can say, okay, I can probably post to Instagram once every couple of days because after that, I'm probably gonna run out of ideas. Just think in those terms and it helps ground the expectation of what your involvement in building an audience will look like. Next tip, would be to reduce complexity. And this goes back to like working on smaller scale projects. You can shoot a movie with a ton of equipment and a huge team. You also can shoot a movie with your phone. How many things can potentially go wrong on a movie set? And then how many things can go wrong if you're shooting with your phone? The point here is if you take out fancy tools like cutting edge, I don't know, conferencing software, or, or, you know, like really fancy cameras. If you work with simple tools, the number of things that can go wrong are less. Reduced complexity is going to increase the speed of your production and process. Further, you'll reach a point where you're like, oh, I could do more if I did have a fancy tool. Wait for this moment. Working without fancy tools will give you a greater appreciation of the fancy tools once you get them because you know exactly how much time or effort it's eliminating. All of these are general tips as far as refining the process. And I wanna conclude with talking about the goal. The goal is to have a living web presence. To build an audience, you just have to be consistently alive online. You've looked at dead websites. Uh, you know what an abandoned social media page looks like. In order to gain an audience over the long term, just show up, freshen your storefront, show that there is someone there who is providing a product or service. And by having this like living storefront, and when I say storefront, I mean whatever your social media presence looks like, people are going to flock to it when they're looking for places to hang out online. 
yeah, hopefully this clears up kind of like how I think about building an audience because a lot of this seems like systemic tweaks and that's ultimately what, what it boils down to. What can you do at your own pace to continuously be a citizen of the internet that is able to reach an audience? Don't overexert yourself, find out what is reasonable and do it over the course of a year. Start small and expand within your capacity. Hopefully this is helpful. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at remotelyinteresting.work. And until then, good luck with uh, navigating the, these unprecedented times. And in unprecedented times, there is no better opportunity for you to like find out a new arena to work in. Great. Stay. Oh, there she is with the Rick and Morty reference.